This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Matt, <laughs> Matt George with us live from the parking lot of, of, of somewhere. Matthew, how, how are the battle scars? Well, let me tell you something. I'm currently in Oregon. I'm making my way to Canada. I'm getting out of here, man. That's probably <laughs> that's probably a good call. That, that's, that's, so that's, I mean, I'll use this platform to send a message to Elon. Uh, you got to stop letting people hack media accounts because I don't know who's tweeting out with my account, but uh, <laughs> whatever it is. Mm. No. Hey, no, I'm okay. I'm serious, Aaron. God, I, I sent 10,000 positive tweets about the man, but the one negative one, which was really more about LaMelo Ball, he going to clap back at me for. I didn't think it was that deep. Skates was wrong. Why, you know, why does De'Aaron always find you on Twitter? <laughs> like, he never tweets, but he always finds Matt George. You know this, D'Lo, and you know this from when we started working together. I have that effect on people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He just doesn't know you yet. He does. He hasn't grown to love you like I did. I, I don't think he ever will. <laughs> but I mean, so you know, and you pointed it out uh, in one of your later tweets. You know, you go back and you look at some of the film, and it, it really did seem like Lamelo was. Well, that didn't seem like he was playing great in the fourth quarter. It didn't matter who was guarding him; um, he was doing work. I thought a lot of the times De'Aaron um, challenged him, made him work, worked over some screens, and. You know, forced him into some tough shots a couple of times. But when you when you got a guy like Lamelo Ball, you know, and and he's feeling good about himself, and he's got a a bounce to his step, it's tough for anybody to guard him. Well, I I actually asked De'Aaron after the game. This was before he saw my tweet, so he actually answered the question. Uh, he he, there were a couple plays where he actually used his body to cut off Melo. At least one was cutting off Melo. I think another one was trying to cut off Ubre, and he was called for fouls, blocking fouls on both of them. So I asked Fox, I was like, did, did, did the officials tell you anything like what you're not supposed to be doing there? Because he didn't use his hands, he used his body and just denied the lane. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to everything going on, De'Aaron also a- answered a question about Melo saying you never know what Melo's going to do. He can pull, he makes split-second decisions and he can pull up or he can dish, drop off the bigs, like he can do it all. So like that's, that's kind of what I saw was De'Aaron like on the clips that I sent which one of them he was screened and then bit on a pump fake and went flying by Mello. Mello missed the shot so it didn't really matter. The other one was De'Aaron tried to close out quickly on Mello. Mello dribbled right past him, got into the lane, drew DeMontis Sabonis over, threw a lob for uh, Plumley, and Plumley Plumley missed the uh the oop but Ubre was there to clean it up and that's what happened the entire game was dribble penetration guards getting into the paint. Certainly not all of them against De'Aaron, but the the tweet was an overreaction in the moment to those two plays that I saw through the lens of a camera, but I still don't think I'm wrong. Like, LaMelo was getting past De'Aaron. LaMelo was getting past everybody, uh, and the Kings lost the game because of their terrible perimeter defense. What are you getting De'Aaron for his birthday? <laughs> uh, flowers and a, and a I'm sorry card. Are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing you're not at practice. No, and it sucks because I actually should be because I love the opportunity for uh, Mike Brown to pull me out like he pulled other media members out and say, you try and, <laughs> you try and guard Aaron Fox and, and try and, uh, he'll let him put you on skates. But, no, unfortunately <laughs> couldn't make it today. But um, I'm sure I'll take the opportunity to uh, get dunked on him by uh, or on, like, the Laker game or something. This was fun, Matt. That's why, that's why, you, that's why you're a star, Matt, because you, you'll get up there and you, you, you do what you do, man. You do what you do. You don't you don't get deterred by, you know, anything that goes on. You just like I said, you talk about the game as you see it. That's how that's how you see journalist. it. Just a broadcast journalist. Hey, that's it. You're broadcast journalist, doing your job. That's it. <laughs> doing your job. And when De'Aaron Fox says, Let me see a clip and you produce a clip, that's solid work, Matthew. <laughs> you you take great shots at this game, by the way. This 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 is this is well done. Um I, I, 
I also have great shots of him doing great things and, and breaking down LaMelo Ball because LaMelo couldn't guard him either. Either Tweeted that out. Didn't get no response to that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't see those, Matt. I, I don't know. His Matt George radar went off last night after the game. He's like, I, I think, <laughs> damn, Matt George is up to something. Let me check Twitter. There it was. I'm one of the accounts De'Aaron Fox doesn't intentionally block because he's waiting to just to – just Dunk on me when he can, and I appreciate it. I love De'Aaron. Hey, you know what I got out of it? I got a one, I got a conversation about basketball with an NBA soon-to-be all-star out of it, and uh, so it's a win in my book. And I'll also say this for, for De'Aaron as well. De'Aaron, at least this time, De'Aaron, De'Aaron didn't, he didn't, he didn't say nothing out of pocket to you. It was lit, like he got that you, out of his system. Yeah, right? yeah. If you look at it, it was literally a conversation. You said something. He was like, "Nah, I need some clips." And then you responded, and you said so. He said something back. What are we talking about? Ball screens? Or what are we talking about right here? It was actually a conversation. I do my best. <laughs> we appreciate you, buddy. We'll see you Thursday. Stop bullying me. No, come <laughs> on, man. It's all love, Matthew. It's all love, Matthew. We thanks, buddy. We'll see you, uh, Maddie. We'll close out. Uh, Batty Thursday. Batty Thursday, the uh, main eventer. Does. You can get out of your car now, Matt, and go do whatever you were going to do. It was. I, I, I am I'm 100% like being truthful when I say that. It, like people hear it on, see it on Twitter, and, you know, it has a certain connotation to it. Twitter it really automatically was, has a tone. Yeah, like no matter tone, what, it right? automatically but, has a tone. But it was like, it really was kind of a conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like uh, Matt George said something. De'Aaron disagreed, and he said, oh, man, like I, I need to see some clips of that because that's not how it went down. Somebody else, I think there was another uh, uh, post in there, or somebody made a tweet, and he was like, yeah, but the way he said it, that's not how it went down. He talked to Matt again. He said, yeah, what you talking about, like under ball screens or like what do you mean? It was a conversation, but like you said, because it was on Twitter, it's like, oh, De'Aaron was getting at Matt George, like. Not really. Well, he's gotten at him a few times before. Yeah, which well, is why, this is true. Well, it, it, it's also uh, uh, De'Aaron probably took exception to pff, skates. Yeah, well, skates. I mean, you make it seem like I was out there falling on my face. Yeah, it took exception because that's not what was happening. And it's like stand up, Matt George. That he is. He said, uh, you know, we laugh about it, but he was like, "Nah, that was an overreaction." You, you said he was skates. backpedaling like Deion Sanders. <laughs> He was. That was in coverage. <laughs> oh, man. Let's check in uh, King's practice today. Namias Kata getting some run. Don't forget. I, w- I want to hear what you um, the Mike Brown question. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about that. Mm-hmm. We, uh, mm-hmm. That backup center position is going to be a topic moving mm-hmm. forward as well. Uh, this is from James Hammond, the King's beat. Oh, um, what, what did you make of the opportunity last night kind of stepping in that game and- um, I wanted to come out there and just play hard. Um, knowing my role, I got to come in there, just play hard, just get rebounds, go go fight for loose balls, get, 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 get my teammates open, and just do, do, do it as best as I can. Did you have an idea that that was going to happen in that game? Yeah, yeah. The guy's been telling me for the past few days to stay ready. Um, coach told me before shoot around, we, just, we don't, we're going to you early, so just be ready, just do what you do. Do you feel like you'll be able to do that again in, in these upcoming games? Or is it- yeah, most definitely. I'm always confident in my ability to do what I do. Uh, be able to impact the game in multiple areas of the multiple areas and just be as versatile as I can. I'd love to hear more of what Namias Kata said, but for some reason it felt like the basketballs kept getting to, louder. I was about to say, were they working on power dribbles what? in there? <laughs> what was going on there? Like, who I amplified the sound? Like, I love the idea that the media is done right off of the practice floor, but it's like someone took their microphone. I know, uh, I don't know who asked the first question. I didn't recognize the voice. I know the I second one yeah, was Sean Cunningham. It. it sounds like everyone is ill at this point, but it's, I swear someone just took their microphone and held it over there towards the basketball court because the basketball dribbling kept getting louder and louder and louder. They was working on pound dribbles out there, As we were uh, attempting to hear what Namias Kata said, and uh, he did get some run uh, at the backup center position. And, you know, Mike Brown said he's he's looking to see who's going to fill that need. He, you know, acknowledged Domas has played 40-plus minutes in each of the last three games, and that's not going to be sustainable. He knows that's not going to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. 
and he, he says Rashawn's going to get a look. We're going to keep trying to. We're going to keep trying to find out who that can be. Yeah, man. So this was, you know, we we didn't even plan this. It's just we just on the same wavelength. This is part of my question. This is what I wanted to ask you. That's why we the what, ones. What, uh, what, Mike <clears throat> Brown said after the game. You know, he's he's pushed every right button at this yeah. time. So I'm not questioning him, <clears throat> but I'm like, my thought was like, man, like you got to give these guys some time. And I didn't think Chemezi Metu had played bad long enough for them to be like, all right, we need to find a, a different answer at backup center. I will answer it this way. I like the idea of seeing Namias Kata. Mm-hmm. First, I, I've long advocated, like, let, if we're talking, like, minimal minutes, let's, like, let's see it. What does it look like? Give him an opportunity out there on an NBA floor. And as someone said yesterday, give, give an opportunity on an NBA floor, not against Joel Embiid. <laughs> um in regards to that remark, I I don't – as Troy Aikman loves to say multiple times during a game, he might want that one back. Mm. Only because Mike was clearly frustrated last night. Mm. Um, he said flat out, we, the way we played, we didn't deserve to win that game. And I was already thinking as that run was happening in the fourth quarter, I'm like, is it possible to steal a game – on your home floor against the worst team in the league hmm. because I think the Kings might be about to do it. Hmm. Uh, and obviously they didn't, and Mike was furious about it, and you could see it every time he called timeout. I know Katie pointed this out a couple of times, particularly at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I was doing the same thing she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> No timeout 58 seconds in? Okay, and yeah. I don't know well, yeah, I, I don't know if – if Mike is like, okay, okay, come on, guys. Like, I can't – we can't do this every yeah. every quarter, like every game. We can't do this all the time. Right. Play through it. I'm, 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 this is me flipping the script. Fix this yourselves. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> like, they couldn't. And when he got to the point of finally having to call timeout, he just had this look of – who is this team out there? Like y'all, like there's no point in me calling timeout. Y'all, he had a look on his face as you aren't hearing a word I'm saying to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if he wants that remark back because it it was it was harsh. Mm-hmm. It felt harsh mm-hmm. uh, on on um, particularly Rashawn who got a DMP last night. Chemezi Metu, uh, who I think that's his first DMP in I, I'd imagine weeks. Yeah, and um. You know, Kata still. This is the this this is what it's going to be with Namias Kata right now. Mm-hmm. Like this is it's absolutely what I expect. But I still believe if you give him time, he could he could fill that void. It just could also be you need someone who could play more minutes, mm-hmm. and and that's what Mike Brown was talking about last night. Demonte Spone is playing forty plus minutes. We can't do that every single night. Right. Um, and having a learning curve for. Kata, a potential learning curve for Nimi Kata, might it might not be conducive to winning. Yeah, yeah, I and that's a balance that Mike has to walk. I, I just and I don't have any problem with with Kata um, getting minutes or Rashawn or anything else like that. I just go all the way back to Metsu, and he was playing so well um, when when they were winning, and you know they had some tough times and uh, you know some tough defensive lapses. I didn't think in it. I didn't think after two or three games it should be like, all right, well, I need I need to find a solution at backup center. I mean, especially considering how well he had played for how long. that it, He played really well for the first 20 games or something like that. And then he has a bad two or three game stretch, and it's like, I need to find a backup center. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know about that one. So I'm looking at a lot of comments here in the chat house on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320 and Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320. Like, yo, I, I, I agree with Mike Brown. He's right. He's right. I, I think Mike Brown believes what he said last night. I just think he probably wished he hadn't said it mm. in that setting. Because mm-hmm. um, that's tough. Like, you, you, you've got to talk to 
those those bigs now. You've got to talk to those guys in practice today mm-hmm. and 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 get them motivated to and maybe that's the motivation. Who wants this spot? Cuz I need someone to take it. Yeah. We can't put Sabonis out there as long as we are. I need someone to come get this spot. Yeah. I I don't have a problem with him saying it. Especially if he believes it, which I know he does. I don't have a problem when he's saying it. I I question whether or not like you're giving anybody an opportunity. Like how how much of a of an opportunity are they really getting when they play three like the last time um Chimezi played, he played four minutes mm-hmm. against Detroit. Mm-hmm. Game before that he played five minutes against yeah. Toronto. Like what do you Which means Rashawn's playing like three. Yeah, like yeah. they're not really even getting the opportunity to to get in the flow of the game and you know to get two different um spurts in that game. Four minutes, I'm I'm just assuming He's not playing two minutes in the first half, two minutes in the – like that's just like a four-minute stretch that he's out there and one happened, time. That happened versus Detroit. It was Metu in the first half. It was it was Rashawn in the second. Now I have a question for you mm-hmm. uh, that I'll ask you when we return here. It's Dilo and Casey on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Zelo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Shout out to Jesse, the MVP as always. <laughs> Why? Now, what are you guys talking about? We've been over this a million times. I know how much you love lemon Oreos. Lemon is not a dessert. Lemon is some stuff I put in my juice to cut the taste of kale. How can you possibly say that? Why would you say lemon is not a dessert? I'm sorry. And I'm not not even a foodie. How could you say that? What are you going to do? You're going to sit down and, and peel the lemon and eat it? That's not how it works. No, it's not. That's not how any of this works. No. Is apple pie a dessert? Yes. But I will also go what grab the, a. What the hell? Go, I'll is, also go grab an apple and eat it. Is that ain't a dessert? Apple's Going to like apple, get an apple and eat it. No, what's that, Jesse? Apple's got a sweeter taste. Like it's got like the, the desserty taste. Lemon is like lemon. lemon is for your tacos, bro. Yeah, lemon's not lemon's for. All right, he's right. It's for your tacos. It's it, lemon juice is a seasoning and oh, not for not bro. for not for. Like what, what, what's, what's a that cherry? Key, what's a cherry? Key lime pie? Like you gotta be kidding me. I don't have nothing. I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. Oh, but, oh, but, but, but lemon is delicious. But lime. Uh, I don't uh. know nothing about that. Okay. I don't know nothing about that. But you got cherry. You got uh, strawberries. Strawberries. What are you talking about? Strawberry shortcake. Cheesecake. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not arguing against any of that stuff. I said lemon. Lemon is not a dessert. It's not. You guys are dead wrong. Okay. The weak or the strong. Got it going on. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, would you say um, sweet potato pie is a dessert? For some, That's not even a fruit. It's, it's not my favorite. Like, if I'm going to eat sweet potatoes, I'm not going to eat it in the form of a pie. I hey, just, you, it's not my favorite. That, you, that, that uh, just screams pumpkin pie to me, and I don't like that either. Did you participate in the yams challenge? Excuse me? <laughs> I beg your I beg your pardon. 
<laughs> the Yam Challenge. It was going down on Thanksgiving. I believe it, but I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm not sure what we're talking about Yam right Challenge. now. Is that song Yams by Masigo and Fetty Wap did a cover of it too? But all these singers started um, singing the chorus. The Yams chorus. The Yams is a is a great song already. But obviously Thanksgiving and probably even Christmas. They had people singing. So Tank was singing his version of the Yams Challenge. Charlie Wilson bodied it, and they would challenge these other people. I didn't know if you participated. I did not participate. Okay. But if we did have a if we if we if we started a D'Lo and Casey cookbook, we could have Drake lemon bars. So that's that's a good <laughs> that's a good call from Chris right there. See, my, I'm making I'm making this is what I'm making this weekend, starting like Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm making chocolate chip cookies, but not like my daily chocolate chip cookies. Right, like that's a I'm, good look. That's a good I'm, look. I'm making some. I'm making some baddies. <laughs> um, I mean, what, what more do you need to do? I, I, I'm making uh, brownies. Okay, that's a good and look. Then, that's and a then, and then I'm making apple pie. Those are the three. <laughs> Did you hear him, Jesse? So the three. Yeah, make. This guy just screamed me down for, for yeah, apple 15 pie, minutes. Apple pie is He's not more, making apple no, pie. No, 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 I'm not on your team here. Apple pie is more of I've never had apple pie before, by the way. But apple okay, pie. Okay, I'm, I'm, thank you for your two cents. The guy's never had apple pie. Apple pie is thank more you. of a dessert than lemon anything. He's, he's right. First of all. But the, 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 the way, the, 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 but to, to be fair, the only way that apple pie works for me is with ice cream on top of it. Otherwise, it's. That's disgusting. Don't need ice cream on my apple pie. I don't actually. I'm not this even. This is the have, most outrageous I, thing I'm you've ever said. I'm actually not even going to have. You're an apple advocating pie. for lemon flavored desserts, but you're turning your nose up at putting ice cream on apple pie. I'm not even going to have apple pie in general. I don't like pie. Yeah, pie is trash. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pie, Casey? <laughs> so you're more of a strudel man, are you? <laughs> I don't even I don't even like, advocate like dealing with a sophomore <laughs> class. I don't even advocate for any of this stuff. The only thing that I bro. like is my mom's lemon cake. That's that is it, like is, you is can say Cheryl, whatever you want about lemon dessert. I really don't care. But that lemon cake, oh that's dessert. Is 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 the woman who introduces herself as my other mother, is mm-hmm. she making that cake this weekend? Yeah, 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 probably so. Probably so, yeah. I'm a, it don't matter. I'll, have her, I'll tell her right now. I'll tell her right now. She'll, she'll make one by the end of the well, week. I don't need, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll drive I'll have, to I'll El by, Grove. I'll have it by Thursday. I'll bring it in and, and put it in there. No, don't put it in there. It won't, it won't last five <laughs> minutes in there. Well, <laughs> given the fact that it's Thursday, we might be the only ones <laughs> here. Only so one. that could work. <laughs> that could work. We'll try that. Uh, as, <laughs> as, as Brian says, <laughs> we're here for the cakes. <laughs> That feels a lot like we here for the cakes. That feels a lot like the it feels a lot like the yam challenge right there. We're the here for the cakes. Is lit. Oh man, <laughs> that's coming. That's 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 a shirt coming to DLoandCasey dot com next Christmas. We're here for the cakes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's because I, I was thinking about we need some Batty Thursday uh, shirts, and that'll be it. Batty Thursday. We're, We're here, here for the cakes. <laughs> A cartoon picture of Matt George eating a <laughs> eating a cake. <laughs> Getting cursed out by the air box. <laughs> we could create like a you know, like a WrestleMania poster with Matt George on one side and Jaren Fox on the other. <laughs> the ultimate challenge. Oh man. Hey, uh, um I meant to ask you this though. Did uh did you feel man. the earthquake this morning? I really I didn't. don't like when you do that. Because the last time you did this, no, I didn't feel anything. I didn't either. They said it was six point four somewhere in Northern California. I didn't. I didn't check the eye. I, I was in the office before I left. I didn't see any bottles on the ground. So, because this is different than that last earthquake. Yeah. If we get hit with an earthquake like get that last one, them bottles is on the ground. Get them, out of there. Them, them bottles are on my wall. By, woo, they just they just barely making it. <laughs> they just barely making it up there. Get up that. Cheryl yeah. and Grove just responded back. I said, Damien said he wants a uh, lemon cake. She said it'll be ready by Thursday. Okay. All right. Well, it's not. It's, it, 
That's not exactly what well, happened, by the way. And, and by the way, by the way, <laughs> let me clarify. You're going to get a piece of the lemon cake that is mine, and I'll be taking home. You guys can try it. You can have some. You ain't having the whole damn cake. That's mine. I can guarantee you I'm not going to want to eat an entire lemon cake. I just want to try it and see what all this nonsense is about. That's 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 what I want to do. And that's not an indictment of my other mother's baking abilities. It's just you're losing me when you say lemon cake. That lemon cake go crazy, bro. I don't want to put too much on. Maybe it's just my taste buds and everybody else that had it. Maybe you guys ain't going to like it. It's hard know. to tell, dude. You eat cran- you you eat M&Ms with cranberry juice. I don't know what to think sometimes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But like I said, Maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe you guys won't like it at all. But I'm telling you, that lemon cake is bomb. <laughs> the, the Black Basketball Channel is asking, is cake code word for kush? No, man, we're talking about cake. Come on, man. <laughs> like, no, we're talking about actual cake. <laughs> you can tell Black Channel uh, uh, smokes a lot because everything is a euphemism for weed. <laughs> you can <you> tell. <laughs> Darren was hitting that jumper last night. <laughs> Oh, I know what that's all about. I know what that's all about. No, yeah. fam. He was literally playing basketball. Yeah, I pulled up from about 17 feet, too, you. Yeah? <laughs> oh, man. Y'all weed smokers are funny. Um, um, Back to the, as we segue here, back to the big man conversation. Uh, I'm going to read a portion of Mike Brown uh, last night talking about uh, the backup five spot. Mm -hmm. He says it hadn't looked great as of late. If you watch the games, we've had to run DeMontis Sabonis 40 minutes, and I can't run Domas 40 minutes every night, so I need to find a guy in that spot that is going to defend, run the floor, spell Domas six to eight minutes a half, and play as hard as he can while trying to follow the game plan. Not fouling, boxing out, doing all the little things that need to keep that group solid for those six to eight minutes, uh, and we found it in spurts. But I want to get to a point where it can be a little more consistent. So I'm going to keep searching until I feel like that person is there. End quote. Okay. Do what you got to do, Coach, man. You, you've been killing it all year long, so I trust your judgment in this one and your process. He's um, clearly so, yeah. seen something from Rashawn and Chemezi that are pissing him off. Because mm-hmm. he didn't keep this generic. Mm-hmm. This was not vague. Not fouling, boxing out, doing all the little things that we need to do to keep that group solid. The line that stood out to me the most was the one before it. Uh, going to defend, run the floor, spell Domas six to eight minutes a half. You're barely getting six to eight minutes a game right. uh, at this point, And play as hard as he can while trying to follow the game plan. He's clearly seeing something from Chemezi and or Rashawn that are, that's bothering him. Mm-hmm. My question to you is, though, how much, and we talk about this uh, a lot, and it's, it's, it's a question I'm going to ask that I don't expect you to know the answer to. How much of it that, that, that is, because you talked about the, the minutes that Chemezi has played, four minutes, what are you really going to see? Rashawn, three minutes, what, what, what are you really going to see? Is he seeing something in practice that's pissing him off? Is, yeah. is he seeing something in practice that's steering him away where it's like if he pulls that out there versus so-and-so, he's getting the hook. And we saw, and I think it was Will Z that pointed this out the, the yesterday against Detroit. It was essentially Chemezi in the first half mm-hmm. and Rashawn in the second. The plan may have never been to go to Rashawn Holmes. Mm-hmm. Seeing what he saw from Chemezi Metu, he never went back to him. Mm-hmm. And at, at, at this point, dating back to that first half of that Detroit game, he still hasn't gone back to Chemezi Metu because he didn't play last night. Yeah. I don't know because um, you talk about practice, and I'm trying to think off the top of my head how much practice they've really had as of late. You know, I know they've they had shoot-arounds yeah. um, and things like that, but they've been on the road for two weeks. So I don't know. I, I literally don't know. How much it's just a practice or sure. a shoot around or a walkthrough on the road because they were playing every other day um, on the road. So um, could be something that you know he sees both in the game and in practice. Uh, but like I said, to this point, um, he hasn't done anything. Mike Brown hasn't done anything 
uh, to for me to think that he doesn't have a grasp on what this team needs or the process that's needed. So I'm gonna just trust Mike Brown in this one and say, you you know, you know what you got to do to get the most out of these guys and, and do what's best for the team. So do what you got to do. A quick reminder, uh, Troy Taylor, head coach of Stanford football, going to join us uh, one hour from now, uh, Jason Jones' final hour of the show. Harrison Barnes left the game with a quad contusion. Uh, I'm checking all of our friends at practice today, and I don't, I don't, I don't see an update. Chris, uh, Chris Biederman had one earlier. He okay. said that – I wish I had the tweet in front of me. But he said he was limited in practice and uncertain about his status for tomorrow. Here okay. it is. Kings say Harrison Barnes, right quad, was limited at today's practice, but is uncertain for Wednesday's game. The team says it's optimistic he'll be available against the Lakers. Okay. So that's that's good. feel like he was missed in that fourth quarter. The Kings could have made that offensive run. Maybe Harrison could have helped them get a couple of defensive stops, especially with Davion out there. Yeah. Hard to tell. You know, that's that's what if. That's one of could the, be wishful thinking too at this point because he you know he played the other three quarters. One of the spots that you know I kept looking for for Harrison um, in that game was uh, the Gordon Hayward shots. You know, Gordon Hayward had a couple where. He had a smaller guy, whether it was De'Aaron or Davion. I think maybe Terrence Davis might have been on him a couple of times where he'd get into the lane. You know, he'd stop, uh, pivot around, and hit hit his little fall away. And it was easier to do on a guy like Davion Mitchell. Might not have been as easy on a guy like uh, Harrison Barnes. I'm looking right now. Yeah. Drove to the basket on Keegan. He had another one, like I said, on De'Aaron Davion. So that's where I really noticed Harrison because he—that's usually his matchup to to guard somebody like that. So Gordon Hayward is really good to me when he plays. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's not you know his ability isn't the problem. Mm-hmm. His availability mm-hmm. uh, is the problem, and his availability combined with his contract is the biggest problem uh, for most people. But Gordon Hayward's a good ball player. He's to me his game is a lot like uh, Harrison Barnes. I look at him as like, you know, uh, uh, another version of Harrison Barnes. Better score, a little better score naturally. Um, not as good maybe, as a defender. Maybe, maybe was a better score. I don't know if he, he. I mean, he's capable now. I just I don't know how much. Yeah, but I look at him that. as like a guy that's you know like, fifteen to nineteen, fifteen to twenty points, you know, in, in a night. Um, has the ability to go for more, but you know. Yeah, kind of the same same type of dude, in my opinion. Same type of reduction, I should say. Sure. Uh, stats we watch here on D'Lo and KC. I like that. 12 threes. Got it. 12 exactly. You know, I like 12 plus, but they okay. got the 12. They got the 12. Uh, they were 12 of 33 last night. 23 assists last night. How you like that? You want twenty five no, or more? No, I don't. I don't. I'm, I want twenty seven plus. Mm. I want closer to thirty. Mm. Um, that when, when you when you twenty five plus, I feel like ah, they probably had a good chance to win that game. I, I feel like twenty five and below. I, I mean, I'm I'm sure it won't take much effort to figure out how many games they've won at at, at, at twenty five and below, um, or I, I guess because I guess it would be twenty four and below. But twenty three isn't enough for me. Uh, two assists for De'Aaron Fox, of course, seven uh, for Domas. Davion had five. What'd you think of? What'd you think of Malik yesterday? Mm, I thought he was. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well, um, but I thought he was himself. Did you? Okay. Yeah, it must have just himself. been me. I, I didn't feel like he was. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know that he was impactful. Like he didn't, and maybe it was because of the the way that the team was playing overall. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like like normally it, it's happened a lot. And I want to say normally it's happened several times this year, where if that team needs, they need a flare, they need a kick, they need something. Yo, it's it's Malik. You're gonna get it from Malik. I feel like Malik was almost just a player on the floor mm. where I feel like he's a, he's a leader. He's not, he, he's not De'Aaron Fox, 
but he can have that type of impact mm-hmm. with that with with that group when he's out there, or even more specifically when he's out there with De'Aaron. Didn't fe- I, I didn't fe- I didn't feel that I didn't feel that from him yesterday. Mm. But maybe, but 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 you say other maybe 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 it was just me. Yeah, uh, I, I thought he was normal. I think the the thing that really probably stood out the most, you know, and you know maybe you know it was something different, but the fact that the shot didn't really fall could be that. Yeah, I he might was just one be one six from beyond the arc. I just might be used to my man <laughs> hitting and 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 the you know when Malik you know it, obviously the crowd pops when mm-hmm. the team scores, but mm-hmm. when Malik scores, yeah, he energizes the building. It's got it's got it's got some Austin vibes to it. Like it 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 it, it, it hits <laughs> that pretty glass hard. Breaks. Yeah, like 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 Malik. Like oh, we're happy to see this guy. Oh, we're happy to score. But when Malik scores, it it, it feels like it's got a little energy to it yeah. because I know for me. When Malik hits one of those threes, you're wondering, <laughs> oh, 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 Katie Christensen, Buddy Heald vibes. How many he's going to hit? Like, All he uh, needs is one. Yeah, how, how many he going to hit now that he hit that one? And there's a, you, can, you can see when he's kind of feeling it a little bit. Yeah. And so I always get this little like anticipation when, when Malik has knocked down a couple of shots or had a couple of, of, of strong possessions in a row. I thought Terrence played well yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that he was particularly great on the offense. I, he wasn't even really good on the offensive end. But there was a – I'll say Terrence played a, a stretch really good where the where the Kings started to make that run uh, in the fourth quarter. I thought he was a big part of, and that was it. Yeah. yeah that was it. Just they just short. couldn't – I know they made the subs there. and They, they couldn't – and this, I think, is a testament to the Hornets. Um, they couldn't put them away. Mm-hmm. They had some 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 runs. Um, they had some moments where it looked like, all right, they got the uh, the the momentum that they needed. They're pushing. The crowd's involved. It's getting loud, and now it's just a matter of time before the Kings put this thing away. And every time they would do that, the Hornets seemed like they would respond with their own seven eight zero run or something like that. And that's a no, you got to tip your hat to the Hornets, man, because they could have fell into the whole mantra of, you know, NBA basketball. Oh, we're tired. Second game of the back-to-back. We tried, but, you know, now they're, you know, overtaking us a little bit. And they it didn't happen. It didn't happen, man. So um, I know it's always about, you know, what the, the Kings did or didn't do. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, I'm going to give some credit to the Hornets, man, for what they, they were able to do because they, they stayed with it. And they uh, they saw it all the way to the end. I agree, a hundred percent. Especially when you're talking about things like defense and you know the, the stuff Mike Brown was clearly pissed off about. Mm-hmm. The Hornets don't impact the Kings' free throw shooting. No, not that's at on all. them. And that's so you, it, it, I, 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 you know, I, I'm not of I'm not of the belief you just you 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 change one variable and the outcome of the equation stays the same. If the Kings are hitting their free throws. Just because the math works, I don't know it's necessarily, oh, the Kings win. But it changes the tempo of the game. Mm-hmm. It changes the way Charlotte has to play. Charlotte's now playing you know, with a lot more pressure on them because the Kings are hitting their free throws. The, 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 the Hornets probably played in the second half less than 90 seconds of, of, of basketball that was where they were really pushed, mm-hmm. particularly late. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I didn't like uh you're 100% spot on with that. I know a lot of people talk about the defense. And that's not to take away from Charlotte. I'm not trying to take away from no, Charlotte. No, not not at all. I know a lot of people talk about the defense and um and and what the Kings didn't play defense. I don't want to say like I'm always okay with I'm never okay with them not playing defense, but their style of play is they're going to get up and down. It's going to be an up and down game. It's not going to be this big defensive battle. What you're hoping with the Kings is timely defense and spurts of good mm-hmm. defense that allow them to, you know, pull away from a team or um, or, or get a win mm-hmm. late in these games. So the way they play defense, I mean, it is what it is. I, it's whatever. The thing that bothers me the most is I think I read somewhere uh, 24 second chance points for the Hornets that that's not good enough. And that led to part of the, um, I think they had 72 in the paint or something like that. That's right. Yep. So 72 to 58 and 24 to six second chance points. Yep. Yeah. That, that 24 second chance points that can't happen. That can't happen, especially with the team that rebounds 
um, has shown the potential to rebound as well as the Sacramento Kings do. You can't give up 24 second chance points. That's unacceptable. And I think that's, to me, along with the free throws, that's where they lost the game. There should, there should have been a lot more situations where it was one shot and out. Looking deeper into that second chance point stat, obviously 24 to 6 is glaring. Perhaps even more glaring is the Hornets were 10 of 12 on those opportunities. Mm, they made them pay. The Kings were 3 of 12. Mm, did not make them pay. They had the same amount of opportunities, mm-hmm. but – You said it perfectly. They they didn't capitalize on it. They didn't capitalize on it. We'll step out. We'll come back. We've got Mike Brown coming up uh, at practice today. And we just talked about Malik Monk. uh, And looking at James Ham's video, uh, Malik Monk on what he got De'Aaron Fox for his birthday. (laughs) Well, you might want to hear this. Uh, We'll have that for you when we return here. It's Steelo and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Check out JB Watches. It's great stuff. Check out Justin Fields as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. National, national treasure, Justin Fields. You know who you can't check out today is uh, Carlos Correa because all introductory press conferences were postponed today because of something that the Giants found in the physical. Uh-huh. What's this here? See, <laughs> see, the Giants have almost backed themselves into a corner. That man could have um, spinal injury. Well, you got to make the deal. Free agency's over. Can't even go out and get nobody. Now else. we got to do this deal. No, he's missing a foot. That's fine. Just do, just, just do it. Just do the deal. God damn it! I said do the deal. <laughs> Was that Vince? Who was that? It was good. I like that. Um, We'll clean up our act in about 45 minutes when the uh, head coach of Stanford football uh, joins us, Coach Troy Taylor, coming up. We've got power rankings on the way as well. Uh, And then Jason Jones, uh, your partner over there on the J Street Vibes podcast, will be with us in the final hour of the show. Did you see – just a quick side note. I just thought about this. right. you see the celebration ball? Or like not maybe not the whole game, but the highlights. I didn't. The Jackson State versus uh, Oh, oh South okay. Carolina I did. Central. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, man. I would look like a I didn't watch the game, I saw the highlights. It looked like a great game. Um <laughs> Dion, you know, coaching his last game at Jackson State. I'm pretty sure it was pretty emotional for those guys. The the further away I get from that situation, um the more I appreciate what a special time that probably was for Jackson State. However long it was going to last. We knew it wasn't going to be a lifetime. But however long it lasts, those, those three years or so, I'm pretty sure were a pretty special time, pretty pretty great ride for, for everybody involved there. I, uh, I, don't, I don't think those players are nearly as upset as, like, Twitter was and media members were. Like, I think those players – kind of know what time it is made and i'm not not saying like every single one of them Mm -hmm. but i think a lot of them like most people know in those situations that i think it's maybe different if you're at texas and a coach leaves to go i can't imagine who's paying more money than texas (laughs) but you get the idea like if you're at like a major program and a coach leaves it's probably it's probably a little bit different of a feeling. Like I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm stalling Dion out uh, too much. I do think the coverage of this whole thing has been unfair, and not even the, um, not even the, not even like the immediate reaction. But the athletic sent, you know, the athletic posted an article yesterday that was like the title of one of their emails about the unintended, uh, the unintended consequences of Prime's exit. Mm. Like oh. Okay, I'm 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 interested. Mm-hmm. It was about recruits leaving. Mm. Yo, I'm sorry. That's not Dion's exit. That's not Coach Prime's exit. That's every coach ever. 
their exit. Mm-hmm. You're framing this as if people are leaving because Deion Sanders is leaving. No, like that's what happens when a coach leaves. Like recruits decommit. It's not unusual, but they 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 plastered this article all over the place as if what was happening at Jackson State was something. Oh my gosh, can you believe what's happening? Yeah, I, I can. Yeah, I always I always said, man, the whole thing is twofold, man. Um, because I completely understand. Dion and, and and Dion, you know, wanting to move on to a power five and 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 that he wasn't gonna be there forever. I do understand the people who um you know, who who kinda believed Dion or wanted to believe Dion and hoped that he was there for, you know, something more than what he ended up being there for. Because uh, I, I do think that he had an opportunity to, to kinda Jump start changing a little bit of the dynamics of college sports in general, I, and I ain't even gonna lie to you when I um when I saw him get introduced at the Colorado game, I was like, oh man, hmm. oh damn, Dion, like you left. Oh, let me let me let me ask you this: <laughs> if if the pay structure in that era had been similar to this and we could verify that Deion Sanders made $100 million mm-hmm. in his playing career, just his playing career, you can keep everything else the same. TV, endorsements, albums, everything mm-hmm. exactly the same. But you know for a fact that he made $100 million in his playing career. Would you be angrier that he's leaving for Colorado? Um, no, because that ain't my place. <laughs> you know, that's how I, when, when you talk about bags and money, uh, somebody that made $100 million, who am I to tell him to not make another 30? Hmm. <laughs> you know, that ain't my place to tell you, oh, you shouldn't go there because you made $100 million. Like, no, no, that, that's, not, that's not for me. I would hope that, you know, maybe the $100 million would be enough for you to – maybe not be so willing to chase a bag or whatever the case may be. But, you know, that I, I always believe that's not my place to tell somebody when and what money they should or shouldn't take, okay. as long as it's legal. Well, <laughs> According judging, to my dreams. Judging, judging by some of the things you said yesterday. I made I'm the not, right decision in my I, dreams. I, I guess you did. You're, you're, you're a good man even in, even in your dreams. Uh, Mike Brown is a good guy, too, because he continues to advocate for his players. Here's Mike Brown at practice today. Kings fans around the world. Yes, around the world, not just here in California and Sacramento. Kings fans, Domas, Foxy, you can vote every day, all day, any day, starting today. What's today? Foxy's birthday, (laughs) December 20th. Please vote, 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 vote. Domas, Foxy, let's go now, baby. Get him in there. Let's go. So, uh, all star voting is is up, and I mean, I'm. Uh, come on, man. De'Aaron Fox and Demonte Sabonis aren't getting voted into the All Star game. No, but vote for them every damn day. Yes, uh, vote for them every damn day, so those totals are high, and th- those coaches can be reminded uh, that these guys deserve to be. Uh, in the All-Star game. There, there's going to be players that you roll your eyes at that are probably going to get voted into the All-Star game. There's going to be guys who, by the time the All-Star game will have gotten here, will probably have missed double-digit games. They're going to get voted into the All-Star game. There are going to be guys who you don't think are All-Stars who are going to get voted into the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Vote for De'Aaron Fox. Vote for DeMontis Sabonis. Do it every single day, uh, and 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 get these guys to the All Star game. Absolutely, man. They deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. And I, you know, I know we talked a little bit, and we've talked a little bit in the past about De'Aaron, and you know how tough it would be for him to get in. I think he absolutely deserves to be in the All Star game. You know, his play this year, what he's done, what if we're talking right now, what he's led his team to right now. He absolutely deserves to be in the All Star game, man, and. Um, I hope he gets that gets that opportunity. I really do because uh, you you take it back to the summer and everything that he did preparing himself for this season. He worked his ass off. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really grinded, and for him to see the results, um, the way this team and him, himself has started this season, I think uh, an all star nod would be a worthy reward. I, 
I really hope him and DeMontis get in there because they both they both deserve it. Uh, me too. And you're a hypocrite if you tell people to vote and you don't vote yourself. So uh, I'm casting my votes for uh, De'Aaron Fox. I'd argue this is the most important election in history. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is bigger than the Herschel Walker runoff. Getting DeMontis Sabonis uh, and De'Aaron Fox to the All-Star game is, is an absolute must. And I'm looking at, come on, man. I'm looking at this front court list. What are we doing? This, 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 I, I said this. This is not a conversation. Mm. Demontis Sabonis being an All Star is not a conversation. It's 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 a certainty. It's 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 not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Demontis Sabonis. I'm looking at this list. Like, they, I mean, there are worthy guys like Jeremy Grant's having. And and, I, and and by the way, I'm taking the obvious out. Like, I'm taking the Lebrons and the Jokic. I, I think Zion gets an you know gets gets a nod somewhere, but. See this is this is the stuff where I have to mentally prepare myself to be pissed off. You putting Carl Anthony Towns in the All Star game? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's, there's no. There's no. That's not even a discussion. It's really not. Could Mikel Bridges put Mikel Bridges in there? Uh, he he Go. might. He might. Mikel Bridges has played really well this year. Numbers probably don't line up, but Mikel Bridges has played really well. And whatever Phoenix is doing, he's been their second best player. You can't have Mikel and DeAndre. Can't have them no, both. DeAndre don't need to be on the All Star team. No, absolutely not. You got to go I agree. You, you got to pick. Go vote. Did you see? Did you catch that one point? He, Drake kind of kind of got me. You see on that one uh, track where he says, "I ain't never voted." Wait, what? Yeah, on one. I forgot what track it was. I think it was Rich Flex. Oh, he you said, said Drake. Yeah, he said. I thought you said Drake. He said, "I ain't." I, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" He said, I ain't never voted. I was like, oh, that's disappointing. I forgot he's Canadian. <laughs> I forgot he's Canadian. And then he said, if I did vote, though, I ain't even going to say who he was going to vote for. I knew you going to say. That was pretty clever. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.